Welcome to Reading RPG Rules. Each podcast, I will be reading a specific rules section from a role-playing game. Today, I'm going to be reading from the Star Wars role-playing game. Second edition, revised and expanded by West End Games. Published in 1996. The section I'm going to be reading from today is Chapter 4, The Rules. And this is Part 1. The Rules If you're going to be a games master, you need to know the rules. That's where I come in. Let me tell you about myself. I've been an Imperial Customs Officer for nearly a decade. People like Ty Rog and Plato Keefe don't think too much of people like me. You know what? I don't care. I do my job right, and if some outlaw or smuggler doesn't like it, they just better not cross me. In my line of work, you have to play hardball with people like them, or they'll walk all over you. That's where the rules come in. The set of rules I have to play by, Imperial Customs Laws, explain exactly what I'm supposed to do when I'm working. The game's rules do the same for you. They tell you how to run the game, they make sure everyone gets treated fairly, you need them to keep control. Now, let me tell you how to use these rules. In my job, I'm allowed what's called discretion. Sure, sure. I may play the tough guy and give lip service to following the letter of the law, but if I think someone deserves a break, I might let them off with a warning for a minor infraction. I follow the law when someone's giving me a hard time. I'll bust them on every minor charge I can think of if they give me attitude. You've got even more latitude in your game. First, you only have to use the rules you feel like using. Why? Because it's your game. Run it the way you want to. Next, if you don't like the rules here, go ahead and make up your own. When you're running your game, you can choose which rules to follow strictly, which to overlook, and which to make up when you think they're needed. But, let me warn you, you've got to be firm with the people who are going to try and bend the rules to suit themselves. So let's begin. The rules are divided into three major sections. The first is rolling actions. You already know that the players roll skill dice when they want their characters to try to do something. Now you'll learn how to decide difficulty numbers so you know how well the players have to roll. You'll also find out how to decide what happens when a character succeeds or fails. Section 2 covers scenes and rounds. Scenes are used when characters are doing ordinary things like meeting a contact in a cantina and travelling by starship to a distant planet. You'll use rounds when things get intense, like when the characters get into a battle or go on a frantic chase through an asteroid belt. The final section of this chapter is character information. It covers character points, force points and other things that characters use during the game. Tan boxes highlight the essential rules. The rest of the chapter has examples and explanations. You can read them right away or come back to read them later. Rolling actions. Characters roll their skill dice or their attribute dice if they haven't improved the skill. Whenever they do something important and there's a risk of failure. A player makes a skill roll when his character is trying to shoot a stormtrooper, fix a starship or get information out of a computer. The player doesn't have to roll to see if his character can walk down to the corner droid shop. The wild die. 
Whenever a character makes a skill or attribute die roll, the player must choose one die of a different colour to be the character's wild die. This is not an extra die, it's just a different colour. Whenever the wild die comes up as a 2, 3, 4 or 5, just add it into the die total normally. Example. Thanik is rolling his blaster skill of 5d. His four normal dice roll a 1, 2, 5 and 6. His wild die, the different coloured one, comes up as 2. His total is 16. When the wild die comes up as a 6, add it to the die total. Roll it again, add the new number to the total 2. If the new roll is a 6, add it to the total and roll the die again. You can keep on rolling as long as you get 6s. As you can see, it's possible to get really high totals if your wild die rolls several 6s in a row. Example, Thanik is rolling his blaster skill again. His normal dice come up as a 2, 4, 5 and 2. While his wild die comes up as a 6, he gets to roll the wild die again and gets another 6. He rolls the die again and gets a 3. His total is 28. For the first roll only, if the wild die comes up as a 1, the player must tell the games master. The games master can choose one of three options. 1. Add up the dice normally. 2. Total up the skill dice normally to see if the skill roll succeeded, but a complication occurs. See complications below. 3. Subtract 1 and also subtract the highest other die. Example. Thanik is rolling his blaster, blaster pistol specialization of 6D. He rolls a 3, 4, 2, 5, 3 on his normal dice and a 1 on his wild die. The games master decides to subtract the 1 and the highest other die, which is a 5, that leaves him with a 3, 4, 2 and 3 for a skill total of 12. The wild die rule counts for all die rolls in the game, including skill and attribute checks, weapon damage and rolling perception for initiative. If the player is rolling two different types of dice at once, for example, rolling the character's Starfighter piloting skill and the Starship's maneuverability die code, only one die counts as the wild die. Why the wild die? The wild die represent the quirkiness of fate and luck. Sometimes characters are really, really lucky, and other times they just can't seem to do anything right. For example, Luke is able to successfully fight off scores of stormtroopers while on board the Death Star, but feared bounty hunter Boba Fett falls prey to the Sarlacc. One was having a good day, one was having a very bad one. Complications. Complications make a character's life more, well, complicated. Something directly related to the die roll has gone wrong, sometimes horribly so, and now the characters must deal with the situation. You should use complications to help tell a more interesting and exciting story. Complications should only happen a couple of times in an adventure, most often during its dramatic conclusion, and should get the players excited and more involved in the game. When you use a complication, the players should be asking themselves, what do we do now? Complications should be fair and balanced. They may put characters in danger, but they shouldn't be death traps with no possibility of escape. 
they should challenge the characters, forcing them to be clever and courageous in dealing with the situation. Complications can also be used to balance powerful characters. If one character has become invincible, perhaps due to a fantastic set of bounty hunter armour, the armour may short out if a complication is rolled. Complications should be directly related to what the character was doing. If a character gets a complication while repairing a droid, perhaps the droid's component short out and start a fire, or a malfunction makes the droid harder to fix. Below are some examples of complications from the Star Wars movies. Luke Skywalker and Princess Leia are running through the halls of the Death Star, being chased by stormtroopers. They come to a door and run out to see an empty chasm. Luke makes his perception roll to find the door controls, but his roll isn't high enough for him to figure out how to work them, and he gets a complication. Thinking quickly, Luke blasts the door panel to shut the door. The complication is that the panel also has the controls to the bridge, so they can't extend it. Han Solo is chasing a squad of stormtroopers down a hall of the Death Star and has conned them into thinking that he's a whole squad of soldiers. But he also got a one on the wild die. The complication is that the stormtroopers round a corner into a dead end. They have no choice but to turn and fight. That's when they realise that Han is alone. Han Solo is trying to sneak up on an Imperial scout trooper in the forests of Endor. Han gets right up close to the trooper and thinks his sneak is successful when crack he steps on a twig alerting the trooper. The snapping twig distracted Han giving the scout trooper the chance to make an attack. Lando Calrissian is flying the Millennium Falcon down one of the tunnels within the Death Star. He makes a space transports roll to get through a tough stretch of tunnel and succeeds at the roll but a complication occurs. The Falcon hits a support beam, snapping off the ship's antenna dish and disabling some of its sensor systems. Pushing the story along. Notice that Han's stepping on the twig advances the story. Without the scout troopers getting away, the rebels never would have met the Ewoks, who ultimately disrupt the Emperor's carefully laid plan. The Alliance fleet would have been decimated by the Death Star, while the Emperor would have continued his domination of the galaxy. The fate of the galaxy hinged on Han Solo failing a sneak roll. Creating complications. Games masters should take a few minutes to come up with the complications for key scenes in the adventures. Here are a few possibilities. One of the characters kills a stormtrooper. Unfortunately, when the trooper hits the ground, it triggers the grenade on his belt. The characters have only a few seconds to act before the grenade explodes. A character is doing a routine scan of a planet and either picks up something completely erroneous or misses something absolutely vital. In the first instance, the character may believe that the planet has a small imperial outpost, while in the latter, the character may completely overlook said outpost and land on the planet thinking it is a safe haven. While sneaking up on enemy troops, the character's comlink beeps, spoiling the surprise attack. This is a great trick for players who don't think to turn off their character's comlinks. A blaster's power pack comes up unexpectedly empty. Alternately, the pack overloads short-circuiting the blaster. A character slips and falls while moving, perhaps spraining an ankle. The character cannot run until the sprain heals. This can be even worse if the character is caught out in the open during the middle of a battle. 
While haggling over the price of a blaster with a merchant, someone else interrupts and offers the merchant's original asking price. This is especially useful if the weapon is somehow necessary to continue the adventure. For instance, if its circuit boards have been imprinted with a secret rebel code. The characters are tracking someone who's carrying a sensor beacon when the beacon is discovered, dropped or stolen. Now the characters are on a wild gun dart chase while the target escapes. The vehicle the character is piloting runs out of fuel. Its controls freeze up or perhaps the weapons become locked on auto-fire because of a computer glitch. Two characters in a lightsaber duel have their blades fused. The characters must make opposed strength rolls to free the blades. A computer system the characters are slicing through freezes up for a second. Is it just a glitch or something else? Difficulty numbers and opposed rolls. When the characters make a roll, what are they rolling against? They're rolling against a difficulty number or they're rolling directly against another character to see who does better. That's called an opposed roll. Star Wars rules of thumb. Use the rule of thumb whenever you're not sure how to handle a situation. Pick a difficulty number. If the character's skill roll is equal or higher, she succeeds. Difficulty numbers. You should pick a difficulty number when the characters are doing a task and not rolling directly against someone else. For example, you'd pick a difficulty number when a character tries to repair a land speeder, run across a rope bridge, or pick a lock. First, you decide how hard the task is. Very easy, easy, moderate, difficult, very difficult, or heroic. Then, pick a number from the difficulty's range. If the character's roll is equal to or higher than the difficulty number, the character succeeds. If the roll is lower, the character fails. Difficulty and difficulty numbers table. Very easy, 1 to 5. Easy, 6 to 10. Moderate, 11 to 15. Difficult, 16 to 20. Very difficult, 21 to 30. Heroic, 31 plus. Heroic difficulty numbers may be any number above 30. Some skills will call for a difficulty of heroic plus 10. The difficulty number falls in the range of 40 to 49. Heroic plus 20, 50 to 59 or more. Difficulty numbers can go as high as 100 or even higher. Here are some guidelines for choosing a difficulty. Very easy. Almost anyone should be able to do this most of the time. Example, hitting a target with a blaster at point-blank range, driving a land speeder across very easy terrain like a good road, knowing that Corsican is the capital of the New Republic and was the capital of the Empire. Easy. Most characters should be able to do this most of the time. While these tasks aren't too difficult, there's still a little chance of failure. Example, Hitting a target with a blaster at short range. Driving a land speeder over somewhat rough terrain, like a choppy lake. Knowing that Corsican's major industry is government, and that billions of people live there. Moderate. This kind of task requires skill, effort and concentration. There's a good chance that the average character could fail at this type of task, but most highly skilled characters can succeed at something this hard. Example. Hitting a target with a blaster at medium range. Keeping control when jumping a land speeder over a big ditch or other obstacle. 
Knowing which neighbourhoods in Imperial City are safe and which are dangerous at night. Difficult. Difficult tasks are harder and normal characters can only succeed at them once in a while. These tasks take a lot of skill and luck doesn't hurt either. Example. Hitting a target with a blaster at long range. Driving a land speed at high speed around moving pedestrians and other obstacles. Knowing a safe house in Imperial City where your character can hide during a manhunt. Very difficult. Even professionals have to work to pull off very difficult tasks. Only the most talented individuals in the galaxy, like Luke, Han and Leia, succeed at these tasks with any regularity. Example. Hitting someone with a blaster at long range who is mostly hidden behind cover. Safely driving a land speeder at high speed through a traffic jam by taking to walkways and making insane manoeuvres. Knowing which bureaucrats in Imperial City can facilitate the acquisition of weapons permits. Heroic. Something that's almost impossible and calls for extraordinary effort and luck. Even heroes have a tough time pulling off heroic tasks. Example, shooting a proton torpedo into a small exhaust port without the benefit of a targeting computer. Flying the Millennium Falcon at all-out speed through a dense asteroid field. Games Masters can choose any difficulty number in the difficulties range. Normally, the higher the difficulty number, the tougher the task. Example, an X-Wing has had its shield generators blown out by a TIE fighter in combat. The Games Master decides that a character needs a moderate Starfighter repair role to fix the ship. A moderate task can have a difficulty number ranging from 11 to 15. Since the damage isn't too bad, the Games Master chooses a difficulty number of 12. Later, the X-Wing has a near miss with a stellar body in hyperspace. The Games Master decides that another moderate starfighting repair role is needed to fix the ship, but this time the damage is substantial, including blown power lines and severe fluctuations in the main generator. The Games Master chooses a difficulty number of 15 to reflect the severity of the damage. When choosing difficulties and difficulty numbers, you can check the skills description for guidelines in Chapter 3, Attributes and Skills. Random difficulties. You can randomly determine a difficulty number instead of picking one. First, determine the difficulty level. Very easy, easy, moderate, difficult, very difficult or heroic. Then roll the dice and use the total as a difficulty number. Don't forget to use the wild die. Example. A character wants to repair a busted skyhopper. The Games Master decides that this is a moderate task and decides to roll four dice to determine the difficulty number. The four dice come up as a three, one and a six, with a five on the wild die. The difficulty number is 15. Opposed rolls. When one character acts against another, both roll their skills. The higher roll succeeds. This is called an opposed roll. If the two rolls tie, the first roller, the person who initiated the action, succeeds. Here are some examples. Two characters playing Sabak make opposed gambling roles. The higher roll wins. A merchant and the player character are haggling over the cost of a blaster. While you could just pick a difficulty, you decide to use opposed roles. Both characters roll their bargain skill codes. 
if the merchant rolls higher, the asking price will be a lot higher. A character shooting a blaster rolls the blaster skill. A target may dodge out of the way. If the blaster rolls equal to or higher than the dodge, the attack hits. If the blaster roll is lower than the dodge, the attack misses. See Chapter 6, Combat and Injuries for more information. Modifiers. If one character has a clear advantage over another, you may want to assign a modifier. Modifiers aren't used when one character simply has a better skill. They're used to reflect unusual situations where skill is not the only determining factor. Add the modifier to the character with the advantage. Here are some situations where modifiers could be used. The characters are racing each other to get information out of a computer system. If one character already knows the system inside out and the other has never seen a system like this before, the first character might get a plus 10 bonus modifier to the die roll. Two characters are playing Sabak. One character has a cheater chip to control which cards are dealt to him. He might get a plus 15 bonus modifier to his gambling skill roll. The player characters are trying to sneak out of an Imperial base undetected. The Imperial Moth knows the layout of the base and is aware that the characters have escaped. The Moth might get a plus 10 bonus modifier when rolling his search skill to figure out what route the characters will use to escape. Modifier guidelines. Plus 1 to 5, character has only a slight advantage. Plus 6 to 10, character has a good advantage. Plus 11 to 15, character has a decisive advantage. Plus 16 plus, character has an overpowering advantage. Note, you don't need to use modifiers with difficulty numbers, but you can apply them to justify making difficult numbers as low or high is as needed to make the game challenging for the players. Think of modifiers as a way of tailoring your game to best suit your players. Should players know difficulty numbers? Should the players know the difficulty number or opposed skill roll they're rolling against? Only if you want them to. You can tell the players the difficulties they are rolling against, but sometimes it's a lot more exciting to describe the situation in general terms and keep the players guessing. I don't know, this looks pretty hard, or it'll take a few minutes but it looks pretty simple. If the situation is really tense or a player needs a little help, you may want to drop a hint. For example, if a player doesn't quite beat the difficulty, you may want to say something like, are you done? Or do you want to spend a character point? Thank you for listening to this podcast. Part two deals with scenes and rounds and will be up on this podcast very soon. Once again, thanks for listening. And if you're not subscribed already, it'd be very cool if you could. We're a small channel and looking to grow the community. Thanks for listening and we'll be back soon.